It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Which players should make the Pro Bowl when it comes to the AFC? Kyle and I are giving you the correct Pro Bowl ballots today on the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast. You are Locked On NFL Scouting with the Draft Dudes, your daily podcast for NFL and college football scouting. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's better than this? It's guys being dudes here on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. We're the Draft Dudes. I'm Joe Marino from Locked On Bills. He's Kyle Krabs from Locked On Dolphins. And we are your NFL experts here with you daily to talk team building across the league on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast with the Draft Dudes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making Locked On NFL Scouting your first listen every day and a big welcome and shout out to our everydayers. You know who you are, those of you who never miss a single episode. We appreciate y'all being here very, very much. This episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Joe, it's time to make some people angry. And usually we save that for Fridays with takes on takes where you mm-hmm. send us your most controversial opinions and we tear them to shreds. And instead, we say, you know what? We're going to have a repeat of the old Bob Tunyon saga a couple years ago. Do you want to recall mm-hmm. that for anybody? So yeah. I'm not just talking here for the first well, minutes of the show. <laughs> that, that whole saga we, with Bob Tunyon. <laughs> we have done this in the past where we deliver our Pro Bowl ballots and we took some venom from somebody who was quite upset that we didn't have Big Bob Tunyon as our Pro Bowl tight end for the NFC. And they were pretty mad he about it. put up big numbers that year in Green Bay. He sure did. He had double-digit touchdowns, Kyle. He sure did. Sure did. But he didn't make our Pro Bowl ballot. And so, um, no, our goal is not to make anyone mad. We just want to give you our ballots. We want to tell you who we think are the correct choices. We're going with the very traditional rosters that the NFL typically uses so we're gonna have 44 pro bowlers on the afc side of things today and uh i don't know who kyle has he doesn't know who i have so it'll be fun to see who our mutual picks are you know where we were different we're gonna have some fun here on a friday so joe without further ado let's get this thing popping all right there are 44 names that we have collected respectively we have no idea who's on each other's ballots it's going to be fun. It's going to be wild. It's going to be messy. But we're <laughs> going to start with quarterback. Yep. And um, you said you said before we dive in, you said there were two teams in the AFC that did not have a single representative on your Pro Bowl ballot. Is that correct? Yep. There's two. I just ran the numbers. I ha- I have one. Ooh. Okay. One team without a Pro Bowl. So, um. Let's go. Quarterbacks, there's no shortage of options. There is, of course, the um, unfortunate swell of injuries that have hit some of the popular names. You you think about Joe Burrow. You think about Justin Herbert as candidates for Pro Bowl candidacies, and their seasons are obviously over. 
with season ending injuries. I'm sure I'm forgetting a few more CJ Stroud currently injured and, and missing time yeah. in the, their playoff stretch where he would be a very strong candidate as that as well. Um, I have two AFC East quarterbacks on my Pro Bowl ballot. Let's just do the, uh, there's three of them. Who are, who are your three? Uh, my three are Tua Tungvaloa, Josh Allen, and Lamar Jackson. Ooh. All right. Here we go. I've got Josh Allen. I've got Tua Tungvaloa. <laughs> and I got Patrick Mahomes. I put with Mahomes over yeah. Lamar Jackson. And that was a hard, a hard one. Time. That was a hard choice for me. So you had Tua, Josh Allen, and Mahomes? I did. I think the thing that I struggled with with Mahomes was if it's to the standard of what we expect from Pat, he hasn't reached that. And that doesn't, you know, that that's just the nature of being as great as Patrick Mahomes is. And I understand that there's things there that aren't in his control, but I look at Lamar Jackson and he has making strides. He is playing in a different offense and putting up his best passing number since he won MVP last time. And Josh Allen is carrying Buffalo right now. I know they had a huge game with the running the ball this past week. Uh, and then obviously Tua, and, and he's leading in passing yards and getting a whole lot of chunk yards. And he stayed healthy this year to this point. I'm not going to look real hard, sir, but here's it. Um, those are my three. That's why. Yeah, the, the controversial one is Mahomes versus Jackson, at least in terms of how we see it. I just went with the more productive player. I, I think Pat's been more yeah. productive. There's been problems with what's around him, and he's still producing at an extremely high level. Uh, so I give him, I gave him the nod over Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson was my first off, though. Okay, running back. I'll let you go first. We got three, three running backs. I got uh, Raheem Mostert, who has I think forty-seven thousand touchdowns this year. That checks uh, out. I, yeah. Right? Is that? Is, I may have missed one, but he had a lot. Is it? Is it twenty? Is that how many he has? 20. twenty. He has twenty touchdowns. Yeah. <laughs> And he's got a lot of yards. He leads the AFC in rushing, if I'm not mistaken. No, James uh, Cook does. James Cook, who's my my next one. Uh, James Cook, lead AFC leader in rushing. Imagine that. Uh, third in the league, <laughs> yards from scrimmage behind Tyreek Hill and Christian McCaffrey. What in the world? Uh, so I have James Cook, Raheem Mostert, and Travis Etienne. I think the dual threat ability there, the touchdowns for Travis Etienne, gave him the nod over some of the other deserving candidates. Okay, that's fun. Uh, we have two similar and they are once again, the two teams that we individually host shows in regards to, I have Raheem Mostert <laughs> and James Cook. I put Derrick Henry as my third. Ooh, uh, I just think that the, the offensive line being as, as poor as it is, they still put so much on of their offensive identity is on his plate. And I understand they've become a little bit more of a vertical passing game with Will Levison, but uh, him going at the, at the rate that he's going at this stage in his career, I, I still put Derrick Henry. As the as the yards per carry king, the guy under four yards per carry, making it. I know it's offensive line's not good, but he's he's still shouldering you. a massive load. I hear for you. Tennessee. I hear you. He's my he was my my first off. So yeah, first off. Okay, so uh, can we agree our first on at wide receivers Tyree Kill? Yeah, he was he was an easy yeah. one. Yeah, I put him down. Heard about him. I have Jamar Chase, Michael Pittman, and Stephon Diggs are my other Pro Bowl wide receivers. I have it differently than you. I got Tyreek Hill. I'm sure you do. I got Michael Pittman. I'm glad you picked okay. him. I mean, there's not a whole lot going in that passing game, man, and he's carrying them. Tons of catches, tons of production. Who was your third one? Your next one? Jamar Chase. 
Okay, I've got Jamar Chase. And who's your and other one? Stephon, Stephon Diggs. Diggs. Stephon Diggs. I don't have. Yeah. I don't have Stephon Diggs. I don't have Stephon Diggs. I have Keenan Allen. Keenan mm, Allen's having an call. unbelievable season. An unbelievable season. He's like over twelve hundred yards. Um, and that that uh, Mike Williams is injured. I know that Keenan Allen's injured right now, but. 107 receptions for 1,245 yards. He leads the AFC in receptions by eight. And he's second in receiving yards, only behind that Tyreek Hill guy. I thought I thought Keenan Allen, I thought the guys I picked, Hill, Allen, Chase, and Pittman were the most deserving. Stephon Diggs started hot 500-yard games in the first eight, but I don't know what I've seen from him over the last five or so. I got him out of there, and I went with the other ones. So how do you reconcile? Because obviously there's there's – Three games in the last five games that Stefan Diggs has played where he has less than 40 receiving yards. And one of the yeah. games that he was over 40, he had 48. Yeah. But still getting like 11 targets against Buffalo, getting 11 yeah. targets against Kansas City. So what's, what's been the biggest disconnect there in your mind? Uh, the, like, the with the targets and, and no production. Yeah, that, that's a problem, right? Like what's his catch percentage over – his reception percentage on catchable targets over the last like five games is below 50%. It's like it's unacceptable to me. Um, and I think there's, there's a, a number of factors that, that go into it, but I, I just, he's had his own share of drops. I think, uh, some of the routes that he's running, I think they need to get a little bit different with it. I think they get back into their play action stuff, but at the end of the day, I just think his, his production over the last five, six weeks just hasn't been there where I, I don't I can't overlook what Keenan Allen's done. Obviously Chase and Hill were obvious for me. And then, like, I got a lot of respect for Michael Pittman with a backup quarterback and a new scheme with literally no yeah. other meaningful pass catchers. It's like this guy's out here balling. Uh, it was uh, Pittman's got 99 catches for 1,062 yards. I think there's just been more consistency there. So I went with him. So anybody who's going to come at me and say that uh, I'm I'm a homer for my picks, I didn't have Stefan Diggs as a Pro Bowler. So get out of here with that criticism. I expect we have these two the same. We have two tight ends. I feel very strongly there's two right answers here. Okay. It's Travis Kelsey and David Njoku are my two tight ends. I thought about Njoku, Kyle. I really did. I got Travis Kelsey. No, I went with the Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram over David Njoku for me. Why? Um, <laughs> more. I mean, the, he has 88 catches versus 61. I know that there's. Uh, I know. I just feel like Evan Ingram's been a little bit more of a thing all season long. And Joku and obviously had coming a on real huge hot. Game. He is, He's but I, I looked hot. at the whole body of work. Whole body of work. Well, and you know what? When the whole body of work is said and done, and Joe Flacco plays these last three games for Cleveland, I wouldn't be surprised if Joku's resume is better at the end of the season. And he's got 200 yards and three touchdowns in his last two games. Right. I mean, that's he's, out here playing with, he's out here playing with PJ Walker and Dorian Thompson Robinson. I don't think it's a bad pick. I just didn't think it was as obvious as you. I went with Ingram. Okay. We have a fullback. Who's your fullback? It's our Patrick last skill player. Patrick Ricard from the Ravens. Not me. It's Alec Ingold? Pick, baby. Alec Ingold. Like this, the AFC's Kyle Juszczyk. They don't use him in the same degree. He doesn't get the same burn as far as touching the football, but he lines up everywhere. And I know Ricard's a, an awesome weapon, and Baltimore makes makes great use of him. But uh, I think a little, little love to Alec Engle. 
All right. Got a good spotlight on Hard Knocks this week, too, by the way, Joe. Did he? Have to, have to yeah, check that out. Yeah. All right. We, we're going to get to the trenches here in just a second. The skill players are out of the way. This has been really fun. You know what's also fun? Ordering food from DoorDash. The convenience of DoorDash is simply unmatched. We're all busy people, right? We got a lot going on. Not sure when we can get to the grocery store. Not sure when we can make dinner. Well, DoorDash can handle that for you. They'll bring you groceries right to your front door. They'll bring you food from your favorite local restaurant right to your front door. I love getting El Vallarta. It's my favorite Mexican restaurant here in town. And the tacos, the salsa, they have hot salsa that's really good. My daughter loves the macaroni and cheese. Uh, So I love that I can get food from all of my favorite local restaurants delivered right to my front door. Also stuff from the gas station. Maybe eat a bag of chips and and a soda. They'll bring that to you as well. They give you time. I love that about DoorDash. So check them out. Get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCK23. Subject to change, terms apply. Again, that's 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCK23. Subject to change, terms apply. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Time for the trenches. Yep. We'll start it off at the tackle. I'll go first. There's three of them. All right. Three Three offensive tackles. Garrett Bowles, Denver Broncos. Rashawn Slater, Los Angeles Chargers. Deion Dawkins, Buffalo Bills. I felt pretty good about these, these being the right three. I got two of the, two of the same three. Okay. I got Garrett Bolt. I got okay. Rayshon Slater. My third was Colton Miller for the Raiders. Okay. There's not a lot of strong performers for the Raiders in general this season. I think Colton Miller's been one of them. So, you know, in a unit where that offensive line has really struggled, but they they've shown some flashes. He's been the constant. I think he he's well deserving. Obviously, Deion Dawkins. Uh, this one of the staples of that Bills offensive line, and you know as well as I do, I'm I was a huge Deion Dawkins fan coming out, so I'm I'm happy to see him continue to thrive. Really, um, but I I did put Colt Miller in over Deion Dawkins when it was all said and done. Miller was on my short list, and I I think it's a good shout out, uh, especially when you have an unstable operation and you have a, you're a stable piece of it. I think that's big. I went with Dawkins. I, the Bills are running their run game through. Deion Dawkins, where they run dart like all the time. And he comes backside to play side and pulls over and over and over again. He's only given up one mm-hmm. sack this year. He's the only tackle in the AFC that's given up one or fewer sacks. So I, I had to give it to him, but I think Colton Miller is a good shout out. Okay. Uh, into your offensive line. This one was, I, I think a little less difficult for me to narrow down, or I should say center or guard. Uh, Joe Thune, Kansas City Chiefs. Yep. Yep. Wyatt Teller, Cleveland Browns. Mike Kevin Zeitler from the Baltimore Ravens is my third. 
Ooh, I like that you had Zeitler. I had Zeitler as well. Um, I think that's a good call out, man. He's been so stable for them. They've had some injuries, right, on that offensive line. Yeah. I think he's been stabilizing on a good offense. Uh, you said Joe Tooney? Joe Tooney and Wyatt Teller. Okay, so I have Joe Tooney as well. Where we're going to be different is I do not have Wyatt Teller. I okay. went with Quinn Miners of the Denver Broncos. Yeah. And and a big reason why, and this is I didn't really talk about it with Garrett Bowles. We both were a consensus pick there. I feel like Russ puts so much stress on that offensive line with how he holds the ball and how he plays. Uh, and and you know, I know that their rushing touchdowns haven't really been there, but I think there's been some good moments in that run game. And I think Quinn Miners and and how he's been able to, I don't know, be be very good. Um that's that stood out to me. So I gave it to him over Wyatt Teller. Center. At Creed Humphrey and Ryan Kelly. I had Creed Humphrey, and I went with Lloyd Cushenberry as my other center over Ryan Kelly. Ryan Kelly was my third. Yeah, man, I feel like it's the hardest job in the world. It's the hardest job in the world, probably blocking for Russell Wilson. I so I gave it to him over Ryan. Ryan Kelly was my first off, and and my and my honorable mentions. I will say, if Connor Williams didn't have a season-ending injury against Tennessee, hundred percent. Yeah, my second center. Uh-huh. Yeah, so we'll move to defensive side of the ball. Do you want to get edge and IDL in this section, and then we'll save outside linebackers for the back seven conversation, or do you want to try and squeeze all these guys in here? Because really, Brother, it's just take your take your poison with all these pass rushers. The problem with my my defensive end outside linebacker is it's just edge players. Like I don't. Let's go I'm IDL. The same way. Can we just do defensive ends and outside linebackers together? There's six of them. Okay, so we'll, let's do IDL first. Okay, IDL. Go ahead. I did the last All right. two. All right. This is there was some there's some quality guys that I had to leave off here, uh, but who's on? I have Justin Matabuik from the Ravens. Unbelievable season, right? I mean, does he have like a at least a half a sack and a million games in a row? Uh, I have Chris Jones from the. Kansas City Chiefs, and I have Quinn and Williams from the New York Jets. Okay, so you had Quinn and Williams, Justin Matabuik. Sorry, I'm writing in your ballot as I go. And you had Chris Jones. Justin Matab- That's right, yep. Okay, so I had Chris Jones from the Kansas City Chiefs. I had Justin Matabuik from the Baltimore Ravens. And I put big old Christian Wilkins' rear end on here. Eight sacks this season. He's been outstanding. He started slow. Uh, I put him in over Quinnen Williams just because the the big argument for uh, Quinnen last year was the production, and Quinnen's been awesome. Mm -hmm. But Christian's the one who has the production this year out of that group. So I put Christian Wilkins on. I mean, Quinn, my case for Quinn, I knew that this was going to be, I, I knew this was going to be the case here. My case for Quinn and over Christian Wilkins is that Quinn and Williams is how many times does he actually just get to play with a lead and go get the quarterback? It's, Never. A, valid, it's a valid point. <laughs> Never. <a> valid point. <laughs> so that's what I leaned into, but deserving. I mean, there's plenty of other good players that we couldn't pick, but it was only three spots. So there you go. Ideally, you'd have six spots for this, just like you have six spots for the edge guys. Yes, because you or at could least do like Quinn and Williams, you could do Jeffrey Simmons. Yeah, 
You could do um, DJ Reader. Reader. I think Ed Oliver's having one heck of a season. Do we know what the update is for Reader and his injury? Uh, Not good. I'm pretty sure he's out for the year. Dang, that sucks. Yeah, problem. DeForest Buckner's having Uh, a great season. You know, like, there's tons of good players. Let's do the edge guys. We'll get, we got six names. Yeah. We'll smash them all in here. All if right. there's any discord, we could take it after the break. All right. Miles Garrett. Confirm with me as we go here. Yes. I have miles Garrett. Yes. hundred percent. Okay. Max Crosby. hundred percent. TJ Watt. hundred percent. Khalil Mack. hundred percent. Josh Allen Jaguars. No, I don't have him. Okay, my and first then I off, had Bradley Chubb, Bradley Chubb from Miami was my other one. I have Bradley Chubb as well. So okay, the so one that we're different on, yeah, I have Trey Hendrickson over Josh Allen, and I sweated this one out. But look at the production. Hendrickson every week has numbers. Josh Allen has like a couple of like three sack, two sack, like it comes in bunches. I thought the consistency was much better when it comes to Trey Hendrickson. That's why I went with him. So we have not had a group yet, Joe, where we have been consensus. Good. That makes it fun, right? If we're sitting here just repeat and repeat. Nobody wants to hear that. Right. Right. All right. We'll do the back seven and specialists next. Uh, don't, stick around. The long snapper vote is coming up and the punter. So don't miss that. Stick with us. But folks, you got to check out prize picks. Prize picks is the funnest, most exciting, easiest way to play daily fantasy sport. I love the format it's just you against the numbers it's not you against thousands of other players including pros and sharks it's just you against numbers here's what you do you select two or more players you pick more or less in the projected stats and you place your entry that's it it doesn't take long picks can be made in under a minute and then when you win the withdrawals are super super quick it's gonna be a great weekend to get in on prize picks because you've got football games you got nba games you got nhl games you can cross pollinate between all of that to make the entry that you absolutely love. So go to prizepicks.com slash NFL and use code NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's prizepicks.com slash NFL and use code NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Inside linebackers. I have a feeling we're not going to be the same here either. Really? This was kind of easy for me to settle on. I'll give you mine. I have Roquan Smith. Yep. And I have Quincy Williams from the Jets. I had the other linebacker from the Jets on Mosley. Like Mosley. Yeah, dude, you could you could convince me either way. I just feel like when I watch the Jets, which feels like way too much, Williams is making more plays than Mosley, and I he, could be he, wrong about that. He around. No, he dude, he's he really flies around. He's he's a really fun player, super rangy. Uh, Mosley, as far as being the quarterback of that defense, though, was was kind of what enough. gave him gave me the push to him for as productive yeah. as he's also been. Both deserving. 
All right. Well, we got a Jets linebacker and we got some love for the Jets, Joe. You got uh, Quinn and Williams. You got CJ Mosley. I have more Jets than Bills. So I I have a Jet coming in our next group. We're talking corners. I got okay. Sauce Gardner on mine. I got Pat Sertain the second. Sertain the second on. I put Trent McDuffie on for his work uh, for Kansas City. And then I got Jalen Ramsey on because of what he has oh. changed about this Dolphins defense since he's shown up. It's It's been tremendous effort from Jalen Ramsey. So those are my four. I got none of the same. Not a single one. Really? Not a single one is the same. All right. All right, let's do it. All right. For me, I have Darius Williams from the Jacksonville Jaguars. The ball production has been there all season long. He's not given up anything in coverage. I have okay. Legereus Sneed from the Kansas City Chiefs. This guy travels and faces the other team's number one corner or number one receiver every week, and he locks him up. I think he's unbelievable. Yep. I've got DJ Reed from the Jets, who's been the better Jets corner this year. It just kind of throw away the Dolphins games. If he doesn't play against the Dolphins, <laughs> his numbers are and unbelievable. That's, that's part of my problem. That's part of my problem. <laughs> I, get watch I get it. Watch tear him apart. He's been so much better, so much better against any other team. Uh, they put him in some tough spots there, trying to go one on one with these guys that nobody can run with. And my last one is Martin Emerson from the Cleveland Browns, dude. I watch his Browns team. This guy pops for me every single time. I love the competitive nature. I think he's got four picks. Maybe that's tied for the most amongst AFC corners. And um, I don't know. I think I think that Browns defense just they they warranted more than just Miles Garrett to make to be on my Pro Bowl uh, ballot. So I I wanted to make space for him. Okay, that's fair. That's crazy, right? Eight different corners represented here. Right. And I think it would like love to a uh dude, McDuffie's got five force fumbles this year. It's a good player. I can't say I enough thought, about like the variety of ways in which he makes plays too. He's got got three or four sacks as well. Yeah, he's good. Uh so he's a he doesn't miss tackles, plays in the nickel, it's such a hard job. I Dude, I love. thought about Brandon Stevens. I thought about Kenny Moore. I thought about Rasul Douglas. I thought about all four of the guys you put down. <laughs> There's a lot of names, man. So people yeah. will be mad that we didn't pick their player, but whatever. All right, now who you got a free safety? Uh, I'm just going to give you we my have three, three safety and two strong safeties. Yeah, I'm picking three safeties. I, I uh, These are my safeties. I have Jabril Peppers from the Patriots. I have Kyle Hamilton from the Ravens, and I have Geno Stone from the Ravens. What if I told you we finally found our group that we have exactly really? the same? Yes. Did you have a? I I didn't want to put Geno Stone in there, but he has six picks. He leads the league. Right. The the, the work that he has done in replacing Marcus Williams with the time that Marcus Williams missed is impossible to ignore. Right. He's and I want I, I, the guy that I debated was Holland. Holland's only played nine games. So right. I, I that's, gave, that's, yeah, that's, that's a hard sell. And like, I don't know that he's going to go this week either. So at some point you gotta, you gotta have the volume and credit to Jabril Peppers too, man. What a fun story he's been as far as like the emergent, uh, career recovery player that just went to new England and really clicked with what they're doing. He was my, he I did lot, my bills, too. my bills mock off season. He was the guy that I wanted them. I didn't have the bills resigning Poyer. I had them signing peppers to replace him. Yeah. And here we are. No, well, can't win them all. Yeah. 
All right. I have so a New York special Jet teams? kicker. You do? Greg's Greg my kicker. Yes. Not, I do. Not my no player not is more, no, no player in the NFL is more valuable to putting points on the board for his team oh, God. than Greg Zerline. He's, uh, he's, he's missed he's one all year. Like he's, I think he's only – well, it's it's just the, the volume of points that they've scored that have come from Greg is the joke here. Yeah, but well, he's only, I think he's only, only kicked got, like 11 extra points on the yeah. season. <laughs> 10 of 11 on extra points, yeah. Uh, my guy has three times the amount of extra points made. His name is Harrison Bucker. Um, 34-34 on extra points, 25-26 on field goals. His only miss – wait, did I pick Harrison Bucker? Yes, I did. Okay, thank God. <laughs> You're going on this rant like, better be Harrison Bucker. Um, yeah, he's he just – I think he's just missed for the first time like last week or something like that. Uh, so I'm going Bucker. Now I'll let you have your moment here with punter. Punter, yeah, the correct choice here is A.J. Cole. Uh, by far leads the NFL in EPA per punt, and I think he's the right choice. What would you say if I also told you I had A.J. Cole? I would say that you made the right choice. Um, At long snapper. Yep. I'm going to be honest. I just went with the guy that got it last year. Who was it? I have no idea who this was. Was it was it not your long snapper last year? I don't think so. I don't think it was Reed Ferguson. If that's oh, who you picked, I, I don't think he was. I don't okay, think he was. I need, to do, I need to do the research and just say I'm de facto <laughs> going with who got it last year. So Okay. I I picked James Winchester from the Chiefs because I think the Chiefs have the best combination of kicker and punter in the NFL and Tommy Townsend and Harrison Bucker. And I think the long snapper deserves credit for that, for the, his consistency in putting them, you know, I think that operation matters. And I, I've, that's my entire process. You, know you you just sold me on it. James Winchester is a slam dunk choice at long snapper. There you go. <laughs> I Brendan Schooler as my special teams player. New England Patriots. Is he the one that blocked that punt against Miami or a field goal? Yes, he is. That yeah. guy? But he, I mean, he's he's all over the place on their kick kick coverage teams. Like he's all over. I'm the going. Place. My special teamer is Ashton Davis from the New York Jets. I think he leads the AFC in special teams tackles, um, and he's second in snaps, if I'm not mistaken. And I don't know. I feel like I've watched the Jets a lot, and he makes an impact on special teams, so I picked him. The punt return, kick return player. I do feel strongly there's a proper answer, and it's Devin Duvernay of the Baltimore Ravens. Me too. There you go. My favorite thing about Devin Duvernay, he's the only returner, punt returner in the AFC, with more than 10 fielded punts that does not have a muff. Oh, by the way, really? he's averaging 12.6 yards per punt return, and he does his thing as a kick returner as well. I think he's the right choice. That's fun. So, your top teams represented on your Pro Bowl ballot mm-hmm. are? I, I have eight Chiefs, seven Ravens, four Dolphins, four Jets. Those are my top four teams. Okay. I have seven Ravens, seven Dolphins, five Chiefs, and then I have uh, like the Bills, Colts, Jets with three. Raiders with three. Yeah, I think it helps. Like the Chiefs had my kicker and my long snapper 
right? You yeah, the, get the specialist really skewed it. Right. I'll say the Browns with three. I have the Browns with three as well. Teller and Joku and, and Miles Garrett. You had Garrett, Martin Emerson. Who's your fourth or third? For the Browns? Yeah. Did you lie? No, I didn't lie. I got to find it. Garrett, Emerson. Yep. Yep. Did I lie? You, you lie. see that. Joe Marino oh, hates only, the Browns. No, I only have two. I don't even know why I said it. In my column, I literally see here, it says Browns too. I have two Browns. I don't know why you said that, then. <laughs> I don't know why I did either. The Broncos, because I have an alphabetical, the Broncos have three, but. I have two for the Broncos. So, uh, some good representation. Teams that did not get representation for you included. Titans and Texans. Texans were my only team without a Pro Bowl. So. And courtesy of Derrick Henry, that's, you have one for the Titans, right? That's, that's right. I got one on. We shall see. Fan voting ends this weekend. So we also have to do the NFC version of this, Joe, which we will do and uh, deliver. So we're looking forward to that. But that is going to do it for us on this episode of Locked on NFL Scouting. I'm Kyle Krabs. He is Joe Marino. Appreciate you guys checking the show. Make it a great rest of your day. We're out of here. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.